Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Nigga. Yeah. It's alright. Already the show goes on all night. Till uh. the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they will see the thunder? Just remember when you come up. We're going to come back to you today on Monday, April 20th. We're recording in the morning on what looks like a beautiful day. Honestly, I haven't stepped outside yet. But we're recording a podcast just because I think for some families, people are looking for something to do. And hopefully this helps us feel more connected a little bit. I know several of you have been joining in our prayers in the morning. Um, Some folks have been emailing or posting things on Facebook. The parade was a really nice opportunity just for us to see each other, but maybe the podcast will uh, be nice for some folks. By all means, um, you can comment uh, to the Facebook post on this or email me if there's things that you want to hear discussed. Heather Williams and I will be together later this week on Friday. Probably we'll do our regular time uh, podcast, which I know I said I was going to try to do. Uh, honestly, just had a really hard time finding time for it. It's been crazy um, busy. And I know every family's challenges during this thing are different, but we've, uh, I, I've learned um, the challenge for me is actually how busy we've gotten with parenting uh, all day, every day while we're doing all the school stuff. But all that aside, we're going to, uh, we're going to keep on doing the, the podcast for you and hope that you find it to be a good use of your time. Maybe it's just a filler or something kind of light and positive. I don't know, um, but we'll start with um, walking you through the buzz. Well, all right, we're going to come back to you today on Monday, April 20th. We're recording in the morning on what looks like a beautiful day. Honestly, I haven't stepped outside yet, but we're recording a podcast just because I think for some families, people are looking for something to do, and hopefully this helps us feel more connected a little bit. I know several of you have been joining in our prayers in the morning. Um, Some folks have been emailing or posting things on Facebook. The parade was a really nice opportunity just for us to see each other, but maybe the podcast will uh, be nice for some folks. By all means, um, you can comment uh, to the Facebook post on this or email me if there's things that you want to hear discussed. Heather Williams and I will be together later this week on Friday. Probably we'll do our regular time Uh, podcast, which I know I said I was going to try to do. Uh, Honestly, just had a really hard time finding time for it. It's been crazy um, busy. And I know every family's challenges during this thing are different, but we've, uh, I've learned um, the challenge for me is actually how busy we've gotten with parenting uh, all day, every day while we're doing all the school stuff. But all that aside, we're going to, uh, we're going to keep on doing the, the podcast for you and hope that you find it to be a good use of your time. Maybe it's just a filler or something kind of light and positive. I don't know. Um, but we'll start with um, walking you through the buzz. So the buzz this week, of course, is our, um, um, our, our Holy Family Happenings weekly newsletter. So I'll walk you through what's in there. There's not much, but uh, Nancy Franey has been good enough to keep on doing that for us. Um, so... Coming up later this week on Wednesday is Earth Day, and then we are going to be doing this Friday on the 24th a digital photo day, so I'll explain that in a little bit. Uh, Mother's Day is coming up in May on May 10th, and then there's going to be some kind of uh, Xavier Senior Celebration on May 18th, and then Memorial Day on May 25th. Those are your upcoming events. 
Uh, there's a gala update that's been out for a couple weeks now. Outstanding. $25,500 into our endowment and $25,500 for financial aid that we can give out next year. Outstanding. So thank you to uh, St. Ludamilla and to Julie Schneblin and all the folks who, who um, hosted and put this together. A really, really great event. Really, really thank you uh, for all you folks who came out and supported that in different ways. Um, I mentioned a couple of enrollment surprises. Who would have guessed that we would see our enrollment increase during the extended absence? But that is what has happened. A lovely young lady named Allison has joined our fifth grade this week. And um, we've had three new enrollments come in uh, as transfers, as well as a request for a tour. Not sure how we're going to do that tour yet. But thank you for continuing to spread the word. Now, families are noticing the difference between how the Catholic schools are handling the situation and how our counterparts are handling it. And people appreciate, I think, the effort that our teachers are making. So please continue to share that with people. Uh, we'd love to have more wonderful families join our school community. I've got a couple of questions and email about Hy-Vee Cash for students. Um, so the program uh, gets a, a dollar for every $200 spent at Hy-Vee if you turn in the receipts at any of our, you know, 13 uh, Cedar Rapids and Marion Hy-Vee stores. So uh, we're collecting receipts dated from April 1st of 2019 to March 31st of 2020. So Hy-Vee has extended our receipt turn-in date. So we're asking that if you have any receipts dated from April 1st of 2019, to March 31st of 2020, mail them to school at 3700 First Avenue Northwest, Cedar Rapids, 52405, by May 1st. Don't send any receipts dated after March 31st of 2020. We'll start collecting those next fall. Alrighty, and then we are putting our strategic planning on hold. There's some really exciting stuff going on with that. Some of it should not be kept on hold. We've already drafted uh, a revision to our mission statement and our vision, and we've created a mission uh, vision statement, um, and we've added something that we call the uh, God. What do we call it? The portrait of a graduate. Um, I was going to say snapshot. The portrait of a graduate. Um, all things that I think are going to serve our school well ultimately, and we are putting our SWOT analysis on hold. I'll tell you more about that later in the pod. Uh, here's an STO reminder. Even though the federal government has published the due date for uh, for has, has pushed back the due date for taxes, they did not push back the due date. But if you did not get your STO application in, take a deep breath. You'll be okay. They've actually reserved a proportionate number uh, or a proportionate amount of the financial aid funds available through STO for round two. So you still should apply, and I know Julie Dornkamp has been helping a whole bunch of families, uh, even though um, you know people are keeping a distance. She's uh, done a whole lot, so you can reach out to Julie at jdornkamp at holyfamilycr.org, and she can help you out. Um, but you don't have to sweat it if you didn't apply yet. You can still apply for round two. They did uh, reserve more money than usual for round two. And then St. Jude's has several different uh, faith formation resources that we posted in the um, in the newsletter as well. And then, um, yeah, that's just a repeat here. The next note is just about how Xavier Catholic schools have been collaborating. We continue to zoom together three times a week and then text and, uh, call each other and email all the time. <laughs> One funny little aside last night, the extra kids and I went over to the, um, principal of Regis. We went over to his house and we wrote a whole bunch of messages on his driveway about the Hawkeyes because he's a really uh, big Husker fan. <laughs> so he 
put a bunch of stuff in his driveway about the Hawkeyes. All in good fun because he's a great guy. Um, and then there's an update about Xavier High School cheerleader tryouts. Uh, they're going to do those digitally. And then there's also, um, I emailed out to all the eighth grade parents uh, something from the Xavier dance team. They're going to do, I think, Zoom tryouts, um, auditions this week. So that's what that email is about. If you, if you have an eighth grade son, I suppose boys could try out. But um, that's what that was about. Uh, for eighth grade uh, girls, most likely. Um, then there are some Xavier High School scholarship opportunities, the St. Francis Xavier Scholarship and Jim Victor Scholarship for Xavier High School. Those are available, and there's information about each of those in the newsletter as well. I think that's about it from the newsletter, uh, but I did have several things that I wrote down that I thought people might find interesting for me to chat about a little bit. Uh, but by all means, if you have things you'd like us to discuss when Heather and I do a pod later this week, let us know. Uh, first up, there's been a couple of news stories by now on Father Mark Murphy, uh, our awesome pastor at St. Mark's. Um, he has been, uh, I think, every day walking over to um, Heritage Specialty Care, the nursing home just uh, about a block west of school. He's been praying there every day. There are several parishioners there uh, of his, as well as just folks that he's concerned about because they've had so many cases. And in fact, it sounds like... Um, folks who have passed away because of COVID-19 and people noticed. And so people wrote to the paper. And so now there've been two different stories about him, which is just awesome because people should know how great our priests are. And speaking of our awesome priests, uh, Father Vu has announced that he is moving on. I think most people knew that he was going to be leaving us. Uh, so Father Vu, after I believe it was two seven-year assignments, that's typically the longest they ever let a priest stay in one place is going to be uh, moving on to his next assignment, and they'll be announcing uh, the priest who will be uh, serving and leading at um, John the 23rd. Um, so let's make sure that we send Father Vu with our prayers and that we are praying for uh, the next pastor of uh, John the 23rd. We look forward to getting to know him. I'm sure Father Vu is going to be sad to be leaving so many wonderful folks at Xavier and Holy Family and John the 23rd. So please make sure he hears from you uh, how much you've appreciated his servant leadership. Because uh, he always says he's ordained to serve. Unfortunately, he's going to have to go serve somewhere else now. Um, so what else? I thought it'd be interesting to talk about perspectives, different things that, you know, what people are walking with. Um, you know, families, by all means, you can share with me or post on Facebook or email me if you'd want Heather and me to talk about kind of what you're walking with uh, these days. I mean, right now, hopefully people are getting stimulus checks from the government. Um, I think if you make under 200 grand for uh, two, uh, two incomes, I think you get a stimulus check of some sort. I believe it's 1200 per adult and 400 per kid or 600 per, I think it's 400 per kid. So hopefully families are getting um, stimulus checks in their checking accounts and those are helping people who are struggling financially with this difficult time. And what else? I mean, shoot us an email and tell us what you're struggling with. Uh, Monica is one parent who posted on Facebook that they've been um, learning some new cooking. Um, and she asked what we've been learning to do. I'll ask Heather this on Friday. Um, I've learned a few new things um, <laughs> that I'm, I'm going to be busier during the quarantine than I thought. That's one thing I'm learning. Um, Ellie, my one of my sixth graders, taught me how to do the Renegade. It's a TikTok dance, which I promised my eighth grade son I will not show anyone me doing, so I can't record it. Um, but Ellie taught me how to do that. Um, and just, you know, I guess in the little bits of spare time I've had, I've fixed things at home, uh, fixed some 
uh, blinds and uh, a swing and some things like that. So I've repaired a couple of things here and there. Um, and otherwise, I've just been cleaning in the spare minutes I have. Um, I've been really tired, so I've taken a couple naps, but I've been cleaning a lot because I, I, I need to have things look a certain way in order for me to be able to function and to work. Um, and so in order for me to do schoolwork, I have needed to kind of keep the, the upstairs here clean. Um, but otherwise, I haven't learned a lot of new skills. I thought I was going to brush up on a guitar maybe, but that has definitely not happened. Um, so shoot us an email or post on Facebook. What, have, what are some things you've been learning how to do or that your kids have learned how to do? Uh, on prayer this morning, I shared a scone recipe that's super, super simple and I think quite tasty. Um, so you can use that if you want to. Um, and the teachers, I think there's been a real variety of perspectives uh, from them. Uh, for them, life has slowed down a lot and they're bored and they're antsy um, and they're napping and they're, um, yeah, um, you know, a lot of teachers have shared with me how their prayer life has been improved because they've had more time just to spend time in God's presence, which is great. Or um, I've heard some teachers say they've been spending more time with scripture. Other teachers are really stressed, busy because they have in, in a lot of cases, if, if they're stressed and busy, it's because they're writing all this curriculum, which is a new skill to learn, and they have kids at home, which is a really, really difficult thing to balance. Different teachers are all dealing with different things. Some of the teachers who don't have kids at home are still stressed and busy, um, writing new curriculum and lesson plans. Um, it's just a lot of work, um, and the teachers really want to do that well. And they don't want parents to stress out too much, and so some teachers really just take that upon themselves, and they <laughs> take the, the burden of that and the stress of that on themselves. Um, so that's, um, yeah, lots of different teacher perspectives. Um, like I said, for me, I've been super busy somehow doing a ton of emailing and a lot of Zooms. Most days, I'd, I'd say I average two Zooms a day, but some days it's four, and sometimes they're back-to-back-to-back-to-back. To back to back to back. Meanwhile, my kids are needing to do Zooms, and I have a three-year-old who, oh, now a four-year-old, who needs attention. Um and so he's had more screen time than I care to admit. Um, and my wife is also a teacher, so she's on with her students a lot or writing lessons and things like that. And she's also doing a Bible study with some students. There's just been a lot. Um, one, one thing that was kind of funny um, is Freddie um, <laughs> looked around the kitchen and said, I'm going to have to do a chopped dinner. He decided he wanted to make dinner. He found leftover turkey. I don't know when it was from. It was old um, in the freezer. So he thawed that out. And we had some Parmesan cheese left over from when we had made um, spaghetti. And he made a turkey Parmesan <laughs> and then found some string cheese sticks that were left and some white rice and some leftover tomato paste or tomato sauce. I don't know what it was. And made arancini, like little um, mozzarella tomato rice ball things. It was really, really good. So that was pretty cool. I don't know if any of you are in the same boat where you're not going to the store and the stores are kind of thin. You're kind of depending. We're playing it really, really safe in our house. We have uh, some some health concerns that people don't really know about. But um, as an aside, we're we're playing it really, really safe. And so uh, we're not going to the store. And so about once or twice a week, the kitchen gets really bare and we make a lot of really random stuff. We're trying to stick to a schedule. Some of you are probably better at that than I am. We're not doing a very good job. We had made a schedule. It worked for about a week. I don't know. In our house, it was actually really helpful last week when the teacher started saying, hey, this is going to be um, not graded, but it's going to be due. And we are moving the curriculum forward. And at least for my school-age kids, um, they were taking that to heart. And so they've been doing their Zooms and their work and stuff like that, at least better than they were. Um, I don't know if you have ideas about how to use, um, you know, time well and to manage time, but I would sure take it. I, I got into my rhythm at school and I felt like I used my time very well at school, but um, I thought I was going to have this influx of time and somehow it's just not there. 
Uh, it is hard to explain uh, to a four-year-old that he can't touch things. Like we bring the groceries home and we, we wipe them all down with wipes before we put them away. Um, again, we're, we're playing it safe and doing um, you know, some things that have been advised. Um, we tell him we can't touch the groceries until they've been wiped and dried and he can't hug his grandparents when they come to the driveway to say hi. And um, he has a neighbor across the street, uh, a really nice boy named Caden he likes to play with. Um, so how do we deal with this seriously but keep things light for the kids? That's kind of the shared challenge that I think a lot of us parents have, right? So... Um, while um, we've been away, I'll give you a couple insights into what the staff has been doing. We did do one zappy hour. That might have just been LaSalle staff, if I remember. That was a few weeks ago. Um, so 9 o'clock on a Friday night, we got together, um, and folks might have had a, uh, a cocktail or a, a malted beverage, and we just chatted and caught up a little bit. Because the staff, uh, I don't know how you know this or how much you know this, but the staff really like each other. They're, they're really good friends. So... Um, they did that, and then um, a lot of them have just been praying a lot. Um, we have met to pray as well. Um, I think we're going to start doing that every Friday morning like we always do during the work week. So we're going to Zoom our prayers together, and then just working really hard. They're really trying to put together good stuff for the kids. And some have been pretty excited about it. Some have been nervous about it, but I think we would agree they've all been doing a really nice job in the face of a challenging situation. I've gotten so many emails from parents saying, thank you so much to the teachers. This is really, really hard. And then thankfully getting some feedback from parents too. So thanks to those of you who've been willing to share what's been tricky on your end. Um, that has, you know, is largely uh, to explain why um, we're now doing a, you know, what we have online with the weekly printout or the weekly checklist for you. Hopefully you find that helpful. The idea there was just to give you a snapshot so you can see what's coming in the week. I want to share a little bit about strategic planning. I thought you might find this interesting. Um, we have a revised mission statement. Uh, our plan was at the end of the year, at our big end of year mass, uh, to have it printed out on a big banner. Well, Grantwood is kind of closed down for now. They're giving us a lot of tech help, um, but I've reached out to the folks who make their banners there, and I, I don't know when they are um, when they're back in the office or not. Um, uh, so I, I emailed with somebody, and I, I haven't. Um, haven't heard back with that question, um, but hoping to get some banners printed out as well. We wanted to make one for our fence, too, to hang up on uh, Edgewood, just to say to everybody how much we miss you. So when you drive by school, you know we're thinking of you and praying for you, especially for the kiddos. But anyway, we had a revised mission that we wanted to share. It's um, It would look very similarly to what you use, but we um, really discerned um, what we're about and what we should be about, and we revised a little bit of our mission that was previously drafted three years ago. And then we also added a vision statement. So a vision statement is different from a mission because a vision statement says, here's where we want to go. Here's who we want to be. Here's what we want to become down the road. Um, so that's typically a shorter statement. And in our case, it is. Um, and it kind of rhymes with the mission statement, so to speak. So I think people will be excited about that. We also have developed what's called a portrait of a graduate, which means um, what is it that we're working with, you know, every day? What are we doing every day? What's our um, outcome? What's our what's our goal with these, these kids that come to us? Um, that's to remind us of what we're doing and to tell you what we're doing. And then also, as we, you know, as I give tours and talk to prospective families every day, uh, it helps me say to them, here's what we do. Here's what a graduate looks like. So with your two-year-old, three-year-old, eight-year-old, whatever, 10-year-old child that you're thinking about saying to Holy Family, this is kind of the general thing that we're, we're working toward is here's what we want our graduates to look like when they leave here. So that I think is pretty cool. Then the Archdiocese revised their uh, Catholic education philosophy statement. So all these things that are kind of different. And then the SWOT analysis is what we were doing when uh, the world went crazy. So 
SWOT is S-W-O-T, um, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And so I'm looking at strengths and weaknesses. That's within our own school. So let's say we think we have a really you know, strong whatever program. Um, I'll just say we think our, our STEM program is really strong. That would be a strength. That's something within our walls that we're doing well. Um, then a weakness would be something that is within our walls that is not strong. Um, so just as an example, I'll say, let's say we think our chief administrator really needs to do a lot more professional development. He doesn't know what he's doing. Um, we could say that would be a weakness. It's something within our own walls um, that we think needs improvement. Hopefully you don't think that, but just as an example. So strengths and weaknesses are things within our walls. And then opportunities and threats are things that are kind of outside of our control, but things of which we should be aware. Um, opportunities obviously being, you know, say there's there's growth coming in Cedar Rapids, growth in the corridor, um, developments happening, highways being completed. Um, you know, before, <laughs> before COVID-19 came, um, we saw all these different projections that were quite promising for Cedar Rapids. Um, and then threats, like right now, obviously, you know, the impact of COVID-19 on families and, um, and our schools and our staff and our um, everybody's incomes, things like that, like that could be a real threat. Um, so it's outside of our walls, but it can't impact us. So we're doing this SWOT analysis where we were, we, we pressed the pause button on it. Um, and we have a survey and we had done all these uh, self-assessment narratives on our finances and marketing and Catholic identity and curriculum and instruction, and all kinds of things. And we have people from within the school who know those well, uh, kind of be the primary architects of those self-assessments. Um, and then we also did some external analysis building what's called assumptions. So we were talking with groups from the Chamber of Commerce and things like that to try to look at um, in our parishes to figure out, you know, what do the demographics look like? What do the financials look like? All these kinds of things. Um, and so that we can move those forward. We had to pause that, obviously, because the world is changing right now with COVID-19. Um, so... That's on pause right now. And then there are a few other things that we're looking at, some things that I think are going to be kind of um, exciting, largely having to do with branding and naming. Um, some stuff I've floated, uh, just started um, to float by the Parent Association. Um, but, you know, the, obviously the teachers and I are talking about ways to do events. Um, some of those are just, you know, how are we going to celebrate our, our eighth graders as they move on to Xavier? Um, and some of that is more along the lines of, asking bigger questions about naming and, you know, like Holy Family is kind of a challenging name. And what does that mean for us? You know, is there a smarter way to do that? That speaks to who we are. Um, our look, you know, with our school color or colors, um, just it's a good time for us to ask questions. Cause I, I was told when I got here, our colors are green and white, but blue is our accent color because of Xavier. Um, you know, just how do we formalize that? Um, Anyway, lots of different things that we're kind of putting on hold for right now, and we're going to want to get more feedback, especially from the folks who are so invested in the school that they spend time listening to a podcast. So we might be asking you for some input if we haven't already. Um, I think I did mention once there is going to be a digital photo day on Friday. I actually got that idea when um, my four-year-old had uh, gotten up out of bed, um, and he was actually up before I was, and I came out into the family room. He was laying on the couch wearing a suit. Uh, wearing a suit coat and suit pants and looked rather dapper. And I thought, you know, we didn't get to have our photo day. And what's kind of fun about our spring photo day is um, kids can be a little bit um, silly with those. Um, they can, you know, strike kind of a pose if they want to and be a little bit of a ham. And some of our kids do that. Um, so I thought we could do that. So on Friday, love it if you would have your um, kiddo or kiddos dress kind of nice, run a comb through their hair or whatever, um, and then take a picture and have some fun with it if you want. You can do one that's just a nice one. You can do one that's more you know, formal. You can do one that's just silly. Uh, and I would encourage you to share those on your social media. If you have Twitter or Facebook or Insta or anything like that, go ahead and share those. And um, 
uh, and then uh, um, put the hashtag digital photo day and hashtag positively family and share those with Holy Family as well um, so that your school community can see them. I think that'd just be fun. It'd be fun for the kids maybe um, trying to keep things, um, you know, light and fun for them. So please do that if you're if you're at all inclined, uh, if you're on the fence, please do it anyway because um, I think that'll be a fun thing for us to do. So that's just a whole bunch of me rambling on and on. If you have things you'd like to hear us chat about, especially when um, Heather and I get together on Friday and do a pod, let us know. Um, one fun, silly thing I'll leave you with here uh, after the outro music is Johnny hears me sometimes record podcasts or he hears the podcast played back. Sometimes I listen to the podcast to try to take notes and improve you know, how I do it. Um, and so he had grabbed an iPad and found a way man, our kids are, you know, little kids are good at this stuff now, right? Um, so he figured out how to record his voice. And so he recorded a bunch of clips of himself doing what he calls the Johnny podcast or Johnny talk podcast. So um, after the outro music, I'll play those for you. Hopefully you find those entertaining. Again, just looking for some things to um, hopefully keep things light these days when when things are tricky. Everybody, I hope you're doing all right. If there's anything you want to hear us talk about, please shoot me an email or post to Facebook, and uh, we'll try to cover those topics and answer questions, things you've been wondering about. If there's stuff about the school you're wondering about, ideas that you have that you think can make the school better, shoot me emails. These are great times for us to take a step back um, because like that homily that I shared from Deacon Joe Peterson, um, when we get back to life, you know, when we're back at school and at our jobs and doing things um, – you know, with more contact, like we can't right now, uh, we'd, we'd better not go back to how they used to be. Yeah, we want to go back to being together again, but the cross teaches us that we got to move forward through challenging times and come out better on the other side. Um, the grace of God gives us um, the wisdom, the creativity, the strength, the humility, all the things we need to come out better on the other side. So um, let's do that. So if you have ideas, if you have thoughts, uh, please shoot them my way. This is the time to do that. Um, so, and thanks in advance for doing that. All right, folks, I'm going to sign off here. Um, and hopefully at the other end of the, <laughs> of the outro music, you enjoy little clips from Johnny's excerpt. By the way, um, in the background, I am raising my voice on my older kids. I, I sometimes holler down to the basement. I'm not yelling at them. Um, they're not in trouble. <laughs> it sounds like I'm, I'm yelling at my kids. I'm kind of raising my voice so they can hear me in the basement because I'm too lazy to walk downstairs sometimes. All right, disclaimer finished. Everybody, uh, God bless your week. Welcome to Jolly Podcast. And today we're talking about Booker's dad. He works at Xavier with my mom. And and I have Berkeley Toes. And we have our iPad. And Jerome, please, we have my mom's present. Goodbye. Hi guys, it's me, Johnny, and today I'm doing a podcast. And today it is warm and sunny, and the birds are out, and it's a nice day to play out. And we have my dad's guitar right here, and drum please, we have chips.
Hi guys, what are you doing today? Hi, I'm Gunny. Um, I go to right next to my dad's school every day, and my my other teacher is not there today. The the for other days she's to at different schools. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Today we're doing about dinosaurs, and there are dinosaur T-Rex. We have my boots, and we have eggs. But every day we don't make banana bread, but we have the ingredients. But we have one banana, but we have the eggs too, but we can't make them. Goodbye. What? <laughs> What happened?